Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. With your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. And apologies for once again the toxic singing in your eardrums and in your brains. I just can't help myself sometimes. But yes, we're starting off 2022 with a bang. Another great guest today for you guys, Rob Aldrich. Of a fantastic, fantastic southern-based band, Rob Aldrich and the Proponents. If you saw Jason Isbell last year, he opened a bunch of shows for them. And he is releasing his sophomore album, Mind Over Matters, which is a great, great album. 12 songs. We gave it a spin. Uh, No sophomore slump here. Really, really a wonderful piece of work from Rob Aldrich. And uh, the way that I would describe it is, look, he's got amazing songwriting skills. Really profound. But with amazing, funky grooves. Really fun stuff. Really a great listen, guys. And the album comes out on January 21st, so not too far from from now. And uh, yes, uh, Jay, uh, Rob is based in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. We talk a lot about that in this episode, about what makes Muscle Shoals so special. Uh, a lot of magic coming out of that part of the country. And um, the album was recorded at, at Studio 144 in Green Hills, Alabama. It was produced by Jay Burgess of the Polys, the uh, psych rock power pop band. And uh, we'd be reminiscent if we didn't mention that uh, to get this album across the finish line, Rob had quite a personal curveball because in April of 2021, the band proponents, uh, they lost one of their core players, the bassist, Stone Anderson, from an accidental drug overdose. So getting this album across the finish line has extra meaning for Rob and for the band. And we talk a little bit about that in this episode. And it was just um, really a meaningful artwork, uh, this album, for many reasons. So Mind Over Matters, guys, uh, a fitting statement for a wonderful musician. We hope you guys love this interview. If you want to find out more about Rob Aldrich, uh, robaldrichmusic.com. And stay tuned for an exclusive performance of Little Lou, a song that he made for his daughter. Just a really, really, really great episode. We thank Rob for his time. If you are new to the J-Rod Concerts family, we welcome you. Bienvenute. Um, We ask if you have 20, 30 seconds of your time, give us a review click subscribe one time helps us a lot helps with the algorithm and it helps continue to spread the love but without further ado guys let's get on with rob aldrich on j-rod concerts the podcast i'm good how are you doing great doing great you know great musician first of all to introduce you to my audience what a performer and of course mind over matters what an lp man we had a chance to preview it out january 21st First full album since 2018. What a, what, what a great piece of work, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So where are you coming to us from, Rob? I'm at home right now. I live in uh, the Florence area of Alabama, right there around Muscle Shoals. And uh, yeah, just kind of chilling. Sorry I was late earlier. My daughter woke up with a fever and we had to take oh, her to the doctor. But she's good. Everything's fine. As long as she's good, that's what matters, Rob. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's start. Let, let's start with that, Rob, with Alabama, right? Because uh, you're from Muscle Shoals, 
Yes. And, uh, you know, everyone is raving about Muscle Shoals lately. I mean, my good friend Maggie Rose recorded there at the same studios. I mean, for those of us that are not well-versed in it, uh, Robin, for my audience, tell us, like, what makes Muscle Shoals such a special place? Well, uh, in the 60s, you know, they uh, Rick Hall started, you know, Fame Studios, and uh, it was just, it's, it's really an odd sort of, uh, you know, thing of events that happened uh they uh it you know you had a lot of r&b and and uh black music being recorded here that uh you know it, it just changed things it was uh it brought white you know the swampers the studio band they were a bunch of white guys uh playing with soul you know and uh, i think it was maybe rod stewart who recorded here or paul simon i can't remember exactly the right story but showed up to the studio one day to record and we're waiting around on the musicians to get there because there was just a bunch of white guys hanging out. And he thought, you know, surely there'll be some, some black guys showing up to play like this and it, and they were right. already there, <laughs> you know, and, uh, but it's just a weird thing. You know, they, uh, all the, of course, all the huge hits from that era and beyond were recorded here, but, um, the town itself is home to a lot of world-class musicians who just live here and it's a you know quiet little town but the talent is is just unbelievable and some people say it's in the water you know right by the river and uh, yeah. they call it the singing river but I'm not really sure I can't pinpoint it but I'm <laughs> really thankful to live here I've been here about 15 years now and <clears throat> it seems like you know since the movie came out and and, uh, and I've been here a while. The talent has just grown. And there's a lot of people moving here from all over the country here just recently. You know, yeah. people in Nashville relocating here. And um, it's just, it's got all the talent without all the hustle and bustle of a big city. <clears throat> sure. That's cool. I like that. That's well described, Rob. And, you know, we'll get to the new songs in a second. But I want to ask about one of the great things you did this year. One of the, for yourself, for your health, I guess. You stopped drinking, right? Around August. Yeah, tell us tell us a little bit about that. Like, first of all, why did you stop drinking? Mom? Well, uh, <clears throat> I love drinking, <laughs> but uh, and I certainly you know don't judge anyone who who still does. It was a personal decision. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, unfortunately, you know, our our bass player passed away in April, sure. and um, so I I kind of started hitting the booze harder than I normally would, and I just like a lot of people could probably attest to, you know, you, you kind of stop paying attention to what you're doing. And we had a lot going on trying to release the record, trying to prepare for, you know, we did a couple of shows opening for Jason Isbell and uh, we had all that going on and, and I was just drinking every day. And my wife finally set me down and just said, look, you know, we, we don't have time for this. We don't have money for this. <laughs> uh yeah you know and and i for her and and for for myself too i, I just decided uh it needed to stop and you know I, I didn't do it and i never said never again but uh certainly for the time being and i was gonna stop and and I, i'm coming up on four months now and it uh and it's great i really enjoy it i feel good you know i, I sort of you get a lot of time back you know a lot of time you, you underestimate how much time is taken up by drinking and, sure. you know, the recovery the next day or simply just going somewhere. The whole event revolves around drinking or 
or whatever. And, and so you get a lot of time back. And I, uh, at first was like, you know, what do I do with all this time? You know, my board or, and I started putting that energy into productive things, you know, right so on. I like it. I love it. Now, well, congratulations. I think that, you know, our, your fans and the creative community and everyone wins by it. So congrats. There, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, to, to quickly touch base on it, I mean, you, you, you mentioned that your brother, your soulmate, Stone Anderson there, he passed in April of, uh, of 2021, of course. Uh, since we're in the holidays, you know, to give it like a different spin, you know, like how are you, yeah, people are connecting with like the year and their loved ones. Uh, how are you remembering Stone at, at this phase, you know, uh, eight months after whatever it's been? You know, the stages of grief, have, have, there, there certainly are stages, you know, I mean, I've I've lost a lot of friends, unfortunately, uh, for to various reasons. But this one, this one was as close as I've ever been with anybody, and and had to lose them. But uh, I don't know, you know. I just I'm kind of remembering different things. Uh, I'm thinking back on memories and times we had together, and and kind of seeing it from a different perspective, you know, than I did at the time. And he was uh, he was so wise beyond his years you know, things he said and did that kind of hit different now in retrospect. Uh, but I'm really, you know, kind of approaching it. He was really excited about this record coming out in January. And I'm just, uh, you know, I'm kind of taking a little break for the most part from shows for the rest of this month. And then sure. sort of just approaching it like, you know, come next year, I'm really going to try and honor him and do everything I can to get that record out for people to hear because I think it's I think it's worth listening to it's it needs to be a wonderful there. record and his uh his parts thankfully he got everything recorded and it's some of his best playing and best work you know so you know I, absolutely it is motivation you know to to really push and make this thing yeah. happen yeah, absolutely. And and before we dig into the new record, you know, Matt Ross, I mean, when you had Matt, Matt Ross did a heck of a job with what we saw on research here, you mm -hmm. know, is, is, is it hard, like, when someone is filling, like, shoes like that? Because, like you said, you know, Stone's bass player really shines in the record. How is that? Like, you know, it got us thinking of, like, when Charlie Watts died for the Rolling Stones, right? And we were like, man, how can, like, it's not just a talent. You're finding, like, an intangible to fill those shoes, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... Matt Ross is a fantastic bass player and maybe even technically speaking better than Stone was. Uh, Stone just brought, you know, an attitude and a, and a vibe to the band that, that can't be replaced. But, uh, but Matt is fantastic. And, um, you know, we're, it, it's weird, you know, you can, you can learn the songs and just like they're recorded and, and play them uh, exactly right. But, you also have to be able to fall into and capture the vibe of a new person, you know, and I want Matt to feel comfortable uh, playing those parts and I'm not opposed to him, you know, putting his own twist on things. And, and we're just sort of trying to feel each other out. I mean, we've all known Matt a long time. Uh, so it's not uh, gotcha. all that foreign, you know, to play with him, but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it, it can't help but be a little bit different of a band without Stone, right. uh, but that's okay. I mean, you just you just have to embrace it and and roll with it. You know, because it's really easy to get bogged down thinking about how it's not Stone. Yeah, but but you can't do that. You gotta you gotta keep moving forward and 
And Matt's doing a great job. Absolutely. That's cool, man. I love that. Love that. Love that. Now pivoting to the new record, Rob, like we said, like, man, it's going to have a lot of legs because every like 12 tracks, I think it's got no filler. It's just awesome stuff. But like, let's talk a little bit about like one of the themes, right? Was like the Black Lives Matter movement mm -hmm. from last year. Really powerful song there. Um, the opener, I believe. But let me ask you about that song, right? Because uh, last year, everybody seemed like everybody was really passionate about the subject, Rob. Do you think that 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 was like an election year thing where everybody was really focused on the same thing or do you think that there was really like something clicked in people that is going to lead to lasting change you know I, i think it's maybe even still too early to tell i know the election is passed uh i think all that fueled um people going to vote um more so than than past elections but you know at the same time like i said it's still too early because you know marches you know i don't know if you saw the video we did for mind over manners but uh, sure. you know we sort of put together a collage of footage and pictures of uh the civil rights movement from the 60s and then put them next to marches happening now and yeah. you know and after 50 60 years you know we're still dealing with the same issues uh i think though we're uh we're maybe focusing more on the finer points of it. You know, I always felt like uh, the word racism implies like a malicious intent, whereas right. uh, it's, it's more ignorance for the most part. Mm. And when you get stupidity, it's just people don't realize what they're doing or what they're saying, you know, and it needs to be talked about um, in order for people to, to understand their actions and their words. Right. Uh, If affect people of color or, or of any ethnicity, you know, and like I said, it's, it's not necessarily that these are bad people who are racist. It's for the majority, it's just ignorance. And yeah. we just need to keep talking about it. And, you know, the, the song itself uh, was, uh, I took a post-colonialism class in college and I can't remember the name of the person who said the quote, but Uh, talking about colonized people, and I sort of saw it, a lot of similarities between that and and what was happening with uh, Black Lives Matter. <clears throat> But he said, uh, he said, uh, the a colonized person is uh, stuck in an eternal state of beginnings. So I kind of, I was like, wow, that's that's heavy, and uh, so I sort of incorporated that line into the song yeah okay that makes sense so in other words there's like no progression like just like stuck there yeah well it's like they can you know uh they can do all they can to be more like the people that are um you know telling them how to be but even if they do everything that's asked of them they're still a person of color they still look different and they're still going to be treated different and it's just a cycle of uh inequality and and Uh, yeah. yeah. So it just keeps going. So an eternal state of beginnings, like they're always constantly getting started, but never truly being accepted or, or making right on. Progress. Right on, Rob. Well, listen, you've been so good with your time. And I think you're going to play a song for us, which we're really excited about. But let me ask you about poor taste. Mm -hmm. Because, man, what a phenomenal song. And by the way, like you sang it with, uh, with Wanda Wieslowski. Oh. 
Yeah. But, and the, by the way, the video is phenomenal. People should check it out. Well, by. <laughs> but you know, I, I love I love those songs that like on first listen, it's like, you know, like Beach Boys, Jolly, what's going on? And then you'll read the lyrics and like you want to like, you know, set your hair on fire. Like those mm. are the good songs, you know, there's heavy lyrics deals with, of course, with toxic relationships. Let, let me ask you this, Rob. Why do you think it is so hard for, for us, just for humans, for people to like let go of something that we know is toxic, whether it's toxic friends, toxic lovers? Toxic family, why is it so darn hard, Bob? Um, I think you have to look internally and and ask yourself if uh if you're trying to prove something to yourself, maybe if you're getting some sort of uh self-worth out of um sticking in a toxic relationship, like you know, look at what's happening between you and and figure out you know, you might be, you might be getting something that you need in a toxic way that you need to find on your own. And you, you're using that other person to get it. Uh, and I think it's just, I think relationships a lot of times become habit, you know, and, and it's hard to break a habit, whether it's smoking or, or being with someone else, you know, you fall into a routine and, uh, and, you know, and also breaking up's hard. I mean, you, you feel like you, you failed and, you know, so you hold on in order not to feel like you aren't good enough, you know? Exactly. So it takes courage. It takes mm-hmm. courage as well. It's what Rob Aldrich is telling us. Have courage, people. Love <laughs> it. Love it. Well, Rob, you said it all. Um, are you in the mood to play a song for us? I absolutely will. Oh, uh, man, what an honor. Thank you. I, I kind of was thinking since I, <laughs> I had to, the, the, drama with my little daughter this morning I'll I'll play a song I wrote for her this is called Little Lou hope you enjoy it Walkins won't change your mind. Don't be afraid to try on your shoes. Don't let a man tell you about a woman's blues. Yeah, try to keep between the ditches. No, it doesn't have to be a straight line. pile up against you Take comfort knowing you're not among the few And when the hard heads try to squeeze you And you wanna hide your heart and shield your view Yeah Try to focus on the
that I might miss In the floor on the wood grain In the drops on the window pane Everywhere you look you'll find a sign phenomenal rob aldrich what a, what a lyrics what a song what a voice man congratulations this record is gonna have a lot a lot of legs we can't congratulate you enough and happy holidays well thank you man i hope to spread the word i appreciate it absolutely we'll see you on the road Amen. this has been j rod concerts the podcast with jamie rodriguez